and welcome back. Today, we're going to talk about faith. We're going to talk about believing and trusting in God's power. We are going to talk about how small things turn into beautiful, amazing things and how prayer helps us do that. So here we go. Hi, beautiful friend, and welcome to Faith Fueled Woman. I want to ask you, are you ready to accept the invitation we've been given to step into the adventure of pursuing God and what he has for us? Hi, I'm Kristen. I am an encourager. I'm a Christian inspirational speaker, author, and podcaster. I help women grow in their faith, purpose, and business so they can have lasting legacy and impact in their homes and in the world. If you want to partner with God to design your life to be less hurried, less stressed, be more excited and feel alive in your purpose and commitment to God and your family, this is the podcasting community for you. Grab your favorite beverage, your prayer journal, and your pen, and let's be encouraged. All right, guys, today we're going to jump into the topic. When you are doubting God's power, when you are questioning your faith, you know, it's common for us to not have unwavering faith, right? For us to have questions for God, to not understand something, you know, that is in the Bible, right? We have examples of that. But the question is, what happens when we truly put our belief and trust in God and we fully and completely have faith in his ability and his power for him to do miracles in the world, you know, in the Bible and today. So that's what we're going to dig into today. And I think the first thing is, is there's so many examples that it's the people that had this deep founded faith. They fully and completely believed God was capable. So the first question is, I think it's a good idea to regularly inventory what it is we believe about our God. You know, Is it, do we see him from our own human perspective? Which in most cases, that's true because we are human and it's hard to really grasp his full power and, you know, all knowing, um, you know, self. And so, you know, the first question I love, Mark Batterson brings up this question. He says, how big is your God? Is your God bigger than all your problems? Because I think for many of us, when we start to have a struggle, a challenge, a hardship, we start to think we have to handle it on our own. We we might pray, but deep down, maybe there's this doubt that our marriage is over. The diagnosis is, you know, um, going to be permanent or, you know, whatever it might be. So maybe our financial situation is dire. But once again, do we believe, do we have the belief and the trust that God will help us through, that he will provide, that he's able to make miracles and change happen in our lives. And so I think that's a great place to start, which is ask yourself, how big is your God? If your God is not bigger than your problems, how do you expect him to move in your life in that way? And so if you find yourself realizing that maybe your problems have become bigger than your God or how you envision him and and what he's capable of, then I think it's time to start praying. And I think it's time to start, you know, looking at scripture that helps you in this way, but also, you know, start reading other stories that, um, you know, biblical stories and stories um, of other people whose faith was so great in God that he started to move things in their life, right? He started to make things happen because I think it's inspiring. And I think it grows our faith when we hear these stories. And then when we read back the Bibles and the story as well, and the promises God makes in how these, his power moved things, how his power made miracles happen. 
Okay, so of course, a very popular um, verse in the Bible is about the mustard seed, which I want to talk about today because I think it's really important. So Christ or Jesus says to his disciples after they were not able to um, basically exercise a demon from a boy. And he says to them, you know, this is obviously just one part of the verse in Matthew 17, 20, he says, he replied, because you have so little faith, truly, I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move. Nothing will be impossible to you for you. So once again, he's saying, you don't even have to have unlimited, um, faith at this point, even faith as small as a mustard seed. In other words, actively engaging and living your faith, trusting and believing that God is able to make these things happen through his power. We can move mountains if we truly believe it. And what I think is so interesting is what a mustard seed really is and what it can do. In, In Mark Batterson's book, he talks a lot about seeds in one of the chapters I'm just saying it's draw the circle in his book, draw the circle. So I want to share a little bit of of that with you because to me, it's pretty amazing. So he shares the quote of Matthew 17, 20, and then he goes on to talk about uh, giant sequoia trees and then the mustard seed. So here's what he says about the sequoia. Giant sequoia standing beneath one is like standing in the shadow of the creator. The sequoia seed is no bigger than the seed that produces a tomato plant. Power of a single seed. When it matures, It will produce 400,000 seeds every year. In every seed, there isn't a tree. There's a forest of trees. And then he says, like every seed, it needs to germinate. And this particular seed can take up to 10 days to germinate. Some plants, like some dreams, take a little longer. Faith is what keeps those dreams alive, even when it seems as though they are dead and buried. But 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 the very nature of seeds, they go underground, they disappear, They are just germinating beneath the surface. And then he says, mustard seeds, they have all the nutrients you need to survive. Vitamin B1, B6, C, E, K, calcium, iron, magnesium, phosphorus, potassium, selenium, and zinc. Okay, first of all, I think that's amazing. And I did not know these things about the sequoia or the mustard seed. But how amazing is that? How can those things be possible? I mean, a sequoia seed producing 400 seeds every year, a whole forest, that is miraculous. That in and of itself is a miracle happening every time a seed falls and grows. I just can't. Wow. Okay. And then Mark Batterson goes on to say, a little faith goes a long way. In fact, a little faith will last an eternity. And he says, praying is planting. Each prayer is like a seed that gets planted in the ground. It disappears for a season, but it eventually bears fruit that blesses future generations. Our prayers bear fruit forever. And then I like this last part I want to share. He says, we want things to happen at the speed of light instead of the speed of seed planted. We need the patience of the planter. We need the foresight of the farmer. And we need the mindset of the sower. Oh my gosh, so good. And, you know, I think uh, what's so amazing about that is, is sometimes I think we do question our faith or we question God and what he's capable of. But when you do think back to that mustard seed and all that's in it, all those nutrients and the plant that it grows and think about that giant sequoia, think about it producing entire forest, one seed. 
in that tiny seed, the same size of tomato seed, which it's pretty tiny. I mean, it's, I mean, it's not as small as a pinhead, but it's pretty tiny. Those trees are, I think they're hundreds of feet tall. They are so ginormous. You can't even wrap your arms around them. So when your faith starts to um, quiver or you start to question it, remember that sequoia because ah, it truly is a miracle in and of itself. And imagine if, if he can do that to one seed, one single type of seed, imagine what he's doing in and through you. The miracles waiting to happen, the blessings waiting to be given to others, to be just bestowed on others. And then I love this idea of, you know, we are all put here for a purpose. And I love Luke 6, 4, 4, which says, For each tree is known by its own fruit. For figs are not gathered from thorn bushes, nor are grapes picked from a bramble bush. We all have a different purpose here on earth. We all have a different purpose in God's kingdom, his hands and feet. And so once again, when you start doubting yourself, when you start, well, I should say doubting yourself in your belief, right? Your trust in God, your faith in God. Maybe you've had something happen in your life that you're struggling to understand how God is in it. How is this possible if your God is a loving and generous and kind and miraculous God? But when this happens and you haven't come out the other side yet, where you see the change when you see the pruning and then the, you know, the miracle that's happened even in hard things, right? If we haven't come out the other side, sometimes we don't see them. We don't see the the shift, the change, the forgiveness, the love, you know, and the miracles that happened even within hard things that happen in the world. But when that happens to you, also remember what is the, your what are your gifts? How are you showing up in other people's lives? And I think if we all just focus a little bit more on how big is our God, right? How big is our God? And what are we really praying for? And do we really believe he can make it happen? And then can we start visualizing that and thank him for the prayer answered? Let's let him know that we're so confident in his ability. We have such belief, such trust, and such faith in him that we know it's coming. We may not know when or how, but we know it's coming and we believe it down to our bones. Oh, I think that's just so good. And, you know, I think we all can struggle with this. I mean, I surely do too. As I continue to step out in my business and I'm doing new things, even this podcast, I've um, shifted the name. I'm starting it back up. I'm questioning, is this one of the paths or the only path he wants me on, right? So part of that might be not giving full trust into that, you know, because I I don't have perfect clarity, which we usually don't, right? We have to take action in faith. We have to step out in faith and take this, you know, take a step, which I'm doing, but it still can be hard. Our, our human egos, right? They're, they're stubborn. They're, easily convinced that maybe, you know, we're wrong or this isn't the the right thing, that we don't have certainty of something. So I would just encourage you, if you're doubting God right now, if you're doubting that he can work miracles in your life, in your relationships, in your health, then, you know, just pray on that. Pray for God to help you have more faith. And then think about just how amazing 
every creation on earth is and just how much a miracle those things are because it is quite a miracle, all the things around us. I want to share the following words with you by Mary Morantz in her book, Slow Growth Equals Strong Roots, which I thought was so appropriate today. She says, she imagines sitting across from Jesus on the ground. And then she says, as we sit there together, he whispers, never wish away your story. One day, these wounds are going to help so many people heal. And at once, my story is outside of my body, outside of every bitter stronghold that once held it. And it's orbiting there like a prism in in my father's hands. My entire life, I have been looking at only one side, one facade of what this story means. The truth is I remembered it. The mirror shattered into a million pieces, but how they're in his hands. I see all the different sides I never saw before, how they all fit together to form something more beautiful than I ever knew. And finally, I see all the places where the light gets in. In that moment, I decide this is the story I'll tell. My life will become one big worship song. Every part of this story, every one of these gifts. No longer will I be content with going out into the world and making them about all about me, about the beautiful life I can build. Now I stretch my arms out wide. At last on solid ground, I will go beyond just growing for myself. I will dig in before I ever try to grow up. I will operate out of the abundance. This fruit that can be shared and given away, this shade and shelter that can be provided to others, because that is how we get to walk among the giants. We are staring in the face of our after. These two roads divide out in front of us now. A life lived only for ourselves over, or a life spent pouring it all out for God. Every talent, every prophet, every part of the story, every good gift he's given us, turned around and given right back to him. And here in the silence, only one question remains. Are you all in? And then she shares this about us when we feel overly exhausted and we just feel like we've been, you know, kind of stomped down, she says. And so one by one, the firefly sparks we used to throw off into this world blink and burn out until we're not sure where all the fireflies have gone. That fire in our eyes, the one that used to tell us who we are and what we stand for is no longer staring back when we look into the mirror until we can hardly recognize the scattered ashes to ashes person who has taken our place. I know you feel like that light in you has gone out, but trust me because I've been there before too. You only think it has. You have no idea what a lamplight you are in the world. You couldn't possibly know of the numbered masses who take shelter and warm themselves by the comforting constant of your fire, of the lonely paths that you alone have been a lamp and a lantern for, of the ways whom you are lighting at this very moment. There are untold many whose lives have been made better, bigger, brighter, because they happen to stumble upon you. And like a beacon in the darkness, you helped them find their way again. And she wraps up this way. So I know it feels like that light has gone out for good. I know it feels like that fire you only sort of remember now must have actually belonged to someone else all along. But the truth is, this world needs you on fire, burning up the darkness, for there's far too much darkness in the world. It needs you blazing the trail and lighting the way for those who come behind you. You have no idea how brightly you shine and how far your light reaches, but that's only because it is a light that comes from within. And even the sun doesn't know what it is to feel sunlight on its face, but that doesn't stop it from shining on. That light in you hasn't gone out. You only think it has. And the truth is the world needs more lights just like you. Oh my goodness. So if we can just connect to God, if we can just 
remember to give God, God the glory that he is here to allow us to share our stories, to help others, to love others, and to co-create with him in this life. I think then it will be easier to remember to put aside our doubt, to cast aside our doubt, and to step into bigger, bolder faith and trust and belief in him and step into the life he's truly meant for us to have, to be that shining beacon back to him. Thanks again for listening. And if you would like to be encouraged and lifted up, I have a seven-day encouragement challenge. If you'd like to sign up, go to faithfueledwoman.com and just enter your email address and you will be sent seven days of Christian encouragement and inspiration to your inbox. Thanks again for listening to Faith Fueled Woman. If you enjoyed the show, we would love it if you would share it with a friend. And if you would leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts because it helps us get discovered by more people to spread more hope in the world. Thanks again for listening in.